baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Four thirty-five. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA, Wednesday afternoon. And uh, let me bring you up to speed. I know uh, during the uh, the news report there, the news report was that this uh, abortion on demand bill was actually being debated. I have some very good news to pass along. It's been voted down. It was voted down uh, with all Republicans voting against it, along with Joe Manchin of West Virginia. So. That uh, ill-named, ridiculously named Women's Health Protection Act, uh, which was really the, hey, kill your baby when you want, went down to defeat 51 to 49. But make no mistake, these leftists are all about killing kids. They just seem to hate babies. And uh, it's always always interesting to kind of notice where they place so many of these uh, abortion factories i mean they are following margaret sanger who who was a stone cold bigot and racist and well anyway i digress i am always thrilled when uh, one of my friends aubrey shines is able to join us bishop aubrey shines is sort of a shining light and he is uh, somebody who uh, started his ministry inside of the Cook County Correctional System. And, you, you know, that's kind of my my thing is is looking to some of the folks who are locked up and saying, hey, you got to get your life together, and we on the outside need to help in some way. And uh, it's just always great to have him here. Bishop Aubrey Shines, thank you for being here, my friend. Always great being with you, Jeff. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, the pleasure is mine. So let me get you to weigh in. This just happened uh, two, three minutes ago. The United States Senate said even we are not going along with this ridiculous abortion legislation. What are your thoughts? Well, first of all, kudos to Manchin, West Virginia, for standing with some sense of uh, what I call a mindset of reason here. Again, I think you eloquently at least hinted to it, not just Margaret Sanger. Let's go a little further, Jeff. It has always been one political party, and that is it is continuing to be the Democratic Party that continues to try to be this divisive force in America that divides us as it relates to race, Mm -hmm. gender. It seems like they are bent on this. And it's not just the Democratic Party. It is those that represent their views, whether they're white liberal women and or the black caucus. Remember, Jeff, Mm -hmm. 
Margaret Sanger says the only way that she would be able to succeed in what was originally called the Negro Project was that she would have to some kind of way finagle enough black civic leaders. Now we look at the Black Caucus and individuals like Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton. She said if she were able to corral that group as well, she would be able to live out her prophetic dream, which was and is making sure weeds are exterminated, referring to black people in America. So, again, when I hear these narratives that are out there, and by the way, I interviewed Father Frank Malone. I interviewed Abraham Hamilton III on this just this past week. And again, we went over detail by detail the alleged, you know, uh, outing of Judge Alito's piece there. And Mm -hmm. here he, as well as, by the way, governors like the governor of the great state of Mississippi, why is it now that they are bigots for wanting to make sure that black life specifically is preserved, but yet the Democratic Party, Jeff, doesn't want that. Should that not, Jeff, be a wake-up call, not just to blacks, but all Americans? Absolutely, Aubrey. You know, I I, I love having you here. I have uh, other folks I'm happy to call on. Bishop E.W. Jackson is a couple of hours to the east of us. Alveda King Mm -hmm. uh, joins us on a regular basis. And, and, And each of you resonates with this question. If, in fact, this is somehow helping people and directed, frankly, towards the black community, why are they sticking these abortion factories primarily in black communities? And why did Margaret Sanger refer to black human beings as weeds? And the Black Caucus and Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton just look and say, you're the bigot. I mean, it's insanity. It is. It's very duplicit. And again, understand even further. Remember, just in the last 48 hours, the Federal Reserve, talking about Yellen here, she literally said that how banning abortions was actually going to hurt even black people. And I thought there are no integritous journalists out there to say, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So if you kill in the womb since 1970, and I've done the math on this, Jeff, Mm -hmm. if 24 to 26 million blacks have been aborted since Roe v. Wade, early 70s, you're talking, Jeff, now a second generation that would have been born. So even if you had two kids per black family, you're talking over 100 million black and brown children that have been aborted, that could have perhaps been the inventor of some great, I don't know, success story, eliminating a disease, etc. But yet Yellen says this is bad for the economy. Actually, Jeff, it would be great because if you had 100 million more individuals and they're working and they're doing well and they're (laughs) contributing with taxes, actually our economy would even be better. This is the rhetoric and the nonsensical behavior that we continue to hear, Jeff, out of one camp, and yeah. that it, this is why I don't understand for the life of me why any black or white or brown person would ever even identify with the Democratic Party. I call them the party of death. 
They are indeed. Bishop Aubrey Shines is joining us. You know, Aubrey, uh, uh, you have, uh, I know, spent a lifetime addressing these issues and many others. And I, I always hate to, you know, to have you laser beam focused on uh, on something race specific because you're you're covering everything. I know, but but you're qualified to do that. And you know, I think about my experience in the Jewish community where I was. Oh, Jews are not conservative. It's like, well, yeah, I'm sorry. Over here, you know, and I know you got some interaction with that as well. Yeah. Aubrey. So, yeah. I mean, you got like a, you know, a, a double billet over there, but <laughs> yeah. why, why the heck is it that some communities have adopted these, these secular humanistic ideals in place of, in my case, faith in, 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 in the case of the black community in, in place of what is best for that community? I think one of the things historically what has happened, and again, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a snapshot of it really, really brief here. What has happened in a nutshell, you've had these communities that did not want to identify with the masses of the crowd simply because in doing so they would become easy targets. That's one of the things that I hear in the Jewish community all the time. Same thing with the blacks. Yep. Blacks don't realize historically because our professors in our high schools have done a phenomenal job kind of whitewashing history and being very deflective in most blacks. And again, we, we've, done the re- we've done the studies on this, Jeff. Yep. When blacks begin to hear, when even Jewish community begins to hear about people like Margaret Sanger, about yep. bills that have been passed in their communities, what has happened, the CNNs, the NBCs of our lifetime, not just <laughs> recently, they've done a fantastic job making sure that black and and even poor whites have no clue about history because once they begin to awaken, it goes back to someone who I traveled with and for, and that was then candidate Donald J. Trump. It's when he went into the black community, I was there and he said, what do you have to lose? And they had to then begin to reflect on, wait, what do we have to lose? (laughs) Once shows like yours continue to be amplified All of a sudden, there's a download of knowledge that begins to happen, and then those of us that will have an intellectual conversation on these issues, now we can begin to reason, talk, and we find that once we do, this is why we see such a mass, not just of blacks, but Jews as well, that are leaving what I call the plantation of anti-God, which is the Democratic Party. They don't believe in God, don't believe in sex, don't believe in gender, don't, and and are very divisive about the race issue. Once they begin to have enlightenment, they begin to divorce themselves from and exile themselves from this plantation. And I thank God for the exodus that is happening in the Democratic Party. Oh, I, I, I am right there with you. Now, Aubrey, you, you had very kind words about this program, and that is very, very deeply appreciated. But you, my friend, uh, it just seems like you're everywhere doing everything. So for, for folks to <laughs> avail themselves of Aubrey Shines and your wisdom, and you talked about having this discussion with uh, Abraham Hamilton III the other day, and I got to tell you, I love Abe Hamilton. He's one of the few radio hosts I make a point to tune into. I just think he's phenomenal. But that's, Oh, yeah. That, that's just me. Uh, so, so where do people have Aubrey shine on them? I would love for your audience to go out to Aubrey's America. Aubrey's America. That's almost crossing all of the social media sites. Aubrey's America. And or just type my name in, AubreyShines.com. You'll find everywhere where I am, including Real America's Voice, every Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 
every Saturday. I would love for them to come out, view my interview with Father Frank Provone, yep. as well as Abraham Hamilton III on this very topic. We have had a phenomenal success. We're getting the info out. By the way, every time I come to you, we take your link, we plug it. You guys are being inundated because of the great work that you're doing, Jeff. And I really mean that. That's not flattery. I think you guys are doing a fantastic job. Well, that is awfully kind. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm watching Real America's Views as well. And and so I've got some news for you. I've got an event I may be going to in, uh, in Orlando sometime this summer. And my plan, Aubrey, is to uh, drive about an hour and uh, go over to Tampa because I want to see you in the pulpit. Oh, man, listen, we'll have a great time. We'll make it a major media event once you get here. You give me the info, my friend, and we will have a phenomenal moment. Jeff, I, I can't wait for that to happen. I love it. Listen, Aubrey, as always, and I, I mean this from the bottom of my heart, brother, I thank you for taking time for us. I look forward to seeing you. I look forward to seeing you on TV and hopefully uh, in person in the not-too-distant future. We'll make sure we get all of the links up so so people can understand where you've been and, and, and what you've got to say. You are amongst the best. Jeff, you're very kind. Hey, God bless you and your audience. Thank you. God bless you as well. That is Aubrey Shines. He's a great guy. I'm telling you right now. And uh, his writing, his television work, his, his broadcasting work, his, uh, uh, well, just everything that he's doing. And he's got such an interesting background. Now, you, you heard me reference the fact that he also uh, sort of interacts with the Jewish community. Aubrey's mom is Jewish. A and so he's he's had, believe me when I tell you, uh, he, he's had some some difficulties, some challenges, some obstacles, and all the rest of it. But boy, to be as as right minded and forward thinking as that man is, and to be as consistent, intellectually consistent as he is, uh, he is he's he's a blessing as far as I'm concerned. I'll tell you who else is a blessing to our community. That's my friend John Reed. Now, John is on every morning starting at 6. I am there uh, at 6. Uh, sometimes I wander in a couple of minutes late. But generally speaking, right there at 6. And I enjoy the show. Man, I hang on every single word that John's got to say. And I hope that you will join me tomorrow listening to John. It is 446. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.